if it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Beware of holiday scams, PG&E says that they've seen an increase in reports of people being targeted right here in Northern California and along the Central Coast. So far this year, at least 23,000 say they've received a call from somebody pretending to work for PG&E. That's more than double all of last year. Officials say that the scam has cost customers more than a million dollars in fraudulent payments. <clears throat> Bridgerton has been dethroned at Netflix's third most watched English language series of all time. Now Bridgerton season one sits at number five, season two of Bridgerton sits at number four, and Wednesday is now the third most watched Netflix show and did it quickly in just two weeks. Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story is number two, and Stranger Things season four sits pretty at number one. In country music news, CMA's Country Christmas is tonight. It's going to be hosted by Carly Pierce with performances from Dan and Shay, Scotty McCreary, Marin Morris, Old Dominion, Molly Tuttle, The Warren Treaty, and of course, the host herself, Carly Pierce. Do you hear what I hear? It's country music's most magical night of the year. CMA Country Christmas. Come Santa, come Santa. Merry Christmas! Gather the whole family as Carly Pierce hosts CMA Country Christmas. CMA's Country Christmas will air on ABC and will be available for streaming the very next day on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. The best of Amber and Tanner in the morning, right now. It's Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. What is one holiday gift you always wanted but never got during the holidays? So I was FaceTiming my mom last night and we were talking about the holidays and she said that I had to send her my list, you know, for Santa Claus. And I don't think I'll ever outgrow sending my list <laughs> because my mom will hound me every single year. I mean, I don't, I'll be 105 years old and my mom's still going to tell me to send her a list. And that's totally fine. I love that about my mom. Uh, but she asked me while we were FaceTiming, did you ever get that Game Boy that you begged for? And just an update because I know you're so curious. No, I never got it. And not that I want it now, but at the time, all of the coolest kids had a Game Boy. Even my older brother had one. There's no way he would ever let me play it. <laughs> I wouldn't even try because I didn't want to face the wrath of Ryan. So for me, the one holiday gift that I always wanted but never received during the holidays was a Game Boy. What is yours? Facebook.com slash Froggy929. That's where we're having the conversation as well as on the radio. Shane from Santa Rosa said a brand new truck with a big red bow. <laughs> Forget a Game Boy. I want that. <laughs> now that would be legendary. Just want to say if anyone wants to give me a Ford F-150, you know, I wouldn't be mad about it. Leslie from Willits said a Barbie RV still crushed 30 years later. <laughs> and Cadence from Santa Rosa said, I always wanted a puppy like in a box with a big bow. Never got it like that, but I had wonderful animals growing up. Amber and Tanner On Demand, available on the Froggy 92.9 app, froggy929.com, and Saturday mornings on the radio. It's Amber and Tanner, anywhere, anytime, only on Froggy 92.9. When does a house guest officially overstay their welcome? The holidays are nearly here, and many of us will be staying with friends and family, or we will have friends and family stay with us. You know, personally, I'm going back home for the holidays. I'm going back to Seattle. So excited to see my family. And I'm staying at my girlfriend's parents' house. And I'm going to be there for 10 days. And I feel kind of guilty about it 
because that is a long time to have people at your house. You know, I'm sure they're fine with their daughter, but they're like, ugh, the boyfriend's here for 10 days. <laughs> you know, and as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about the very famous Benjamin Franklin quote. He said, guests like fish begin to smell after three days. <laughs> and the king of the $100 bill was absolutely right because, according to a new survey, house guests officially start smelling after four days. And I've had people stay at my house before, you know, and I'm not sure if it's because I live in a tiny apartment or what, but two days, I'm sick of you. <laughs> like, get out of my house. I don't know if it's just because that tiny apartment or I just like my space. Maybe I'm a little bit of a jerk about it. But Carly from Sonoma, you were telling me off the air about the longest a guest has stayed at your home. What's your story? They showed up for Christmas and didn't leave until the second week of, of January. Wow. Well, it was a friend of mine. She'd come in from out of town and we both went out the night before Christmas. So we came home and she, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I know tomorrow's Christmas Day and everything, but, you know, stick around here for a couple of days and get your bearings and everything and you can leave in a couple of days. She's right. like, yeah, okay, no problem. Well, a couple of days turned into about the second week of January by the time she finally packed her stuff up and left. <laughs> My house looked like a hurricane and ran through it twice by the time she left. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9, it's time for Amber and Tanner in the mornings put on a smile. This is the time of the show, for at least this week, where we forget about all the bad things happening in the world and we focus on the good because personally, I feel like we focus on the negativity too much and sometimes we just gotta put on a smile. So I wanna tell you a story about a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania man. This guy has built over 700 wooden Christmas toys for children. His name's Ed, and he's a self-taught woodworker who began the annual tradition as a hobby back in the 80s. He spends over eight hours per day in his workshop before donating the toys to a local children's charity every Christmas. Ed says, it's just something that I enjoy doing, and now I make somebody else happy, and if that's Santa Claus, then I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> I love that so much. Gonna flip over to page two, a man unable to go back home to South Carolina for Christmas was thrown an early Christmas by his grandma and family so he could celebrate with everybody. So here is Mike being surprised by his family with the early gifts. We wanted to do Christmas with you because you won't be here for Christmas. We are going to do Christmas today. Uh, Say so yes, Don't make me cry. So you can go under the Christmas tree and get you gifts. Are you yes. yes. Every gift under that tree is yeah, for I'm you. We want to make sure we have Christmas with you. Love you, Mike. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite holiday dish? Here's Tim McGraw's. It's Christmas time. Christmas Eve dinner is homemade spaghetti and meatballs. It takes me about three days to prepare it and make it, and I'll let it slow cook for a long time. And the girls, they're just always excited when that time rolls around, and it happens once a year, and our whole family comes over, my family and face family, and we have a big old Christmas Eve, sort of a noon meal, so everybody gets time to get home and take care of Christmas. But that's always special, and that's probably one of the dishes that everybody always looks forward to. But I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. 
Homemade spaghetti and meatballs. I haven't heard that one before for the holidays, and it sounds elaborate what Tim's cooking up. And hey, Tim and Faith, can I come over? So I have my world-famous seven-nog. It's three-fourths of a glass of eggnog, and then you put a fourth of a glass with seven-up. Just want to say, don't knock it till you try it. But that's not necessarily a dish, right? When I think about the holidays, I think of two things. I think about my grandma's Christmas cookies. They were absolutely the best. May she rest in peace. And I also think about my mom's Christmas stuffing. It's normal stuffing, but with chopped bacon and cranberries. It is so good. And if anybody tries it during the holidays, please let me know what you think. Getting some responses on our Facebook page right now, facebook.com slash froggy929. Debbie from Windsor says, my mom's homemade mac and cheese. I have tried to replicate it, but I just can't. It had my mom's magic touch. Thomas from Clear Lake said, I think about my dad's apple pie. He would make the slices of apples huge and cover them with in caramel. Now that sounds phenomenal. Danny from Murder Park said, My grandpa actually dug a pit in his backyard that he would use specifically for preparing the prime rib for Christmas. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. It's flu season. It is. Achoo. I don't feel good. Got bad flu. She's very sick. She has the flu. I've got the flu. Oh, he got the flu. Achoo. Know what they say. Stop the cold, drown the flu. I feel sick to my stomach. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Demand for home remedies are rising right now because of the triple-demic of the flu, COVID, and RSV. And here in Sonoma County, cases have been steadily rising along with hospitalizations. As of last Thursday, 43 people were hospitalized with COVID and 69 are in the hospital with the flu. And I've had COVID before. Also had a sinus infection at the same time. And I'm finally starting to feel a little bit better. But why do we always get sick? during the winter time. Scientists think they've finally figured out why it happens, and it has to do with cold weather actually, and specifically cold noses. Cold noses. So you're telling me if my nose is cold, I'm gonna get sick? Well, your nose is a main entry point for viruses, and it turns out cold air affects how well the immune cells in there can fight them off. So here's the science behind it. When a virus gets into your nose, billions of immune cells start scrambling and attacking it. But the study found it happens less and less the colder it gets. Researchers exposed people to 40 degree air for just 15 minutes and found that dropping the temperature inside their nose by just nine degrees killed almost half of those virus fighting immune cells. So basically, when cold air gets in, your immunity drops. So viruses have an easier time replicating and you're more likely to get sick. A researcher behind the study says it's another reason why wearing a mask this winter might actually be a good idea. The researcher said, quote, not only do masks protect you from inhaling viruses, but it's also like wearing a sweater on your nose. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Zach. Barry Martindale's going to say that he needs to rethink his holiday plans. What? Hi, is this Zach? Uh, yeah, this is he. This is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling and representing your girlfriend, Amanda, today. Uh, okay. What? This is in regards to the holidays, specifically last holiday season. I understand for the holidays you bought her a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah, I did. Too. Yeah, it was pretty expensive. And she told me that you actually play the Nintendo Switch more than she does. 
I mean, I I don't know. I, I played a lot. Zach, I need you to be honest with me right now. Did you buy it for yourself? No, I didn't buy it for myself. I, I bought it for her. I knew she'd like it. I happened to also enjoy it, but no, I didn't buy it for myself. Amanda thinks you are incredibly selfish and that you bought something for yourself instead of her. And it's just, to be honest, you're a bad boyfriend. What? Dude, no. What? Are you a lawyer? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. So we're going to demand that you give your girlfriend cash this holiday season because it's obvious that you're a bad partner and can't get it together. Okay. Whoa. I'm not a bad partner just because I play uh, Nintendo Switch. It was very expensive. I'm not a bad boyfriend. Oh, so it's about expense. It's not necessarily about getting a thoughtful gift. I see what kind of character you are, Zach. Whoa, is it is is this part of your job to like call and like yell at people? Because I'm a good boyfriend, and this like this this sucks right now. This isn't fair. Well, you should be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. It was a good gift. You want to know why you should be embarrassed? Why? You've been Martindale. Because my name's actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You are on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God, dude. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. This year, we are participating in the 14th annual Charlie Brown Christmas Tree Grove in Old Downtown Windsor. And we got to decorate our own tree. Go check out our tree in Old Downtown Windsor. And this year, we're going to have a theme tree. We are honoring veterans. And if you have a veteran in your life that you'd like to honor, please fill out the form on Froggy929.com. All we need is a name, branch of military service, and city. The time to submit for the tree has expired, so they won't get an ornament. But we're still sharing your stories on social media and right here on the radio. So here's a message from Dennis F.R. Sigmund, and he wanted to nominate his dad, Dennis F. Sigmund. And here is what he said. Dennis says, this is my dad who passed away in August of 2020. He was my hero. He started out in the Army, graduated at the top of his class, went on to the police academy in Ashland, Oregon. Once again, graduated at the top of his class. He was hired onto the Ashland Police Department, being one of the top police officers of Ashland. In 1984, his position was terminated, so we moved to Sonoma County. He started California Security Management and again became one of the top security companies in Sonoma County. He started out protecting Neil Cotting. He grew to earn the respect of the Santa Rosa Police. Now I've taken over for him and he is honored in everything we do in this company. And the company is celebrating 34 years in Santa Rosa. Again, we want to hear your story about the veteran in your life right now. Cement at Froggy929.com. It's Amber and Tanner. On demand. The best of the week, right now on Froggy92.9. Is it ever okay to drink out of the carton? So I drink out of the carton all the dang time. <laughs> My girlfriend, Gam, thinks it's absolutely disgusting. I mean, eggnog, orange juice, you name it, I'm drinking it out of the carton. And I- I'm realizing that I need to blame my father for this. You know, he wasn't around for very long, but he did give me a bad habit of drinking out of the garden. You know, when I would eat breakfast in the morning, my dad would stroll out in his underwear, he would drink milk out of the carton, then hand it to me for breakfast. (laughs) And I used to be so disgusted by it, but now I'm doing it. It's funny how we pick up 
habits from our parents, even if we were repulsed by them when we were younger. And uh, so is it okay to drink out of the garden? You know, uh, (laughs) Amber's not here today and she's on vacation, of course. I could imagine she would be against it. So when she comes back, I'm going to definitely have to hear what she thinks. But Sonoma County has spoken on her Froggy Instagram page regarding Carton Gate. And 84% of Sonoma County is grossed out by the idea of drinking out of the carton. I mean, come on. I think we have some liars here. You do it. Be honest on our froggy Instagram. On the radio and in your pocket. Download Amber and Tanner on demand right now on your favorite podcast app. Amber and Tanner. Sonoma County's number one morning show. Only on Froggy 92.9. So I'm on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, I only knew how to make mac and cheese. (laughs) That's kind of sad. So since then, the past three years, I feel like I've made some progress, a lot of progress. But if a world-class chef was five stars, like Michelin rated, I'd be at a 1.5. You know what? I'm going to give myself two stars. (laughs) <laughs> I, I think I've been doing well. I haven't burned anything in a while. Here's my question. What is your favorite thing to cook with venison? I always have a supply of venison in my freezer. My girlfriend's cousins, Evan and Sarah, hunt every year, and they make sure we're always stocked and stacked with all the venison, which I appreciate so much because I do love venison. I mean, I could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. By the way, I've never been hunting before. I'm going to be honest and transparent about that. If anyone wants to take me hunting or teach me how to hunt, I would gladly learn, be your apprentice, become a hunting master. (laughs) Okay, maybe not a hunting master, but I'd like to learn. Uh, But with the venison, I'm running out of things to cook it with. And my go-to is to use the venison for spaghetti. Whether it's meatballs or grounding it up, it's absolutely one of my favorites. But I do need some recommendations, so I reach out on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929 for ways to cook venison, and here's what we got. Stephanie from Runner Park said burgers or some blackstrap steaks. Also, some stew is awesome this time of year. Thank you so much, Stephanie from Runner Park, for your comment. Chrissy from Santa Rosa said summer sausage, bacon-wrapped tenderloins, and jerky. Oh, I didn't even think about jerky. Oh, my my, my mouth is watering. I know it's pretty early in the morning, but (laughs) I could throw down right now. I wasn't lying when I said I could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And Arlene from Santa Rosa said, I use stewed venison with butternut squash and kale and a cast iron and make it into a skillet. Amber and Tanner on demand every Saturday morning starting at 6 a.m. Want even more? Listen on your favorite podcast platform now, including the Froggy 92.9 app. Are these even Christmas trees? How could you have Christmas without a Christmas tree, Mom? Looks like a Christmas tree. We need a Christmas tree. 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 And a big Christmas tree. Underneath the Christmas tree. The tree is a symbol of the spirit of the Griswold family Christmas. Happy National Christmas Tree Day. (laughs) Do you have your tree up yet? On our froggy Instagram, 78% of Sonoma County has their Christmas tree up. And I'm that person that puts their tree up way too early. I'm not embarrassed to say it. I put mine up the day after Thanksgiving. (laughs) If it was up to me, I would have it all year round. I mean, I just, I love the holidays so much. I want to get into the holiday spirit. I am the real life depiction of Buddy the Elf. Do you know anybody, it can be yourself, that has a themed Christmas tree? So I was on TikTok this week and I saw a person that had a loofah 
theme tree. Yes, a loofah theme tree, like the loofah that you bring with you in the shower or the bath. And I thought it was just unique and funny, but the internet, on the other hand, <laughs> they scolded this poor person. They mostly disagreed. Uh, people were calling this person cheap, uncreative, and I say, leave them alone. It's their tree. Just mind your business. <laughs> I think the world would be a lot better if we just minded our own business a little bit more. Uh, but Lori from Santa Rosa, tell us about your friend's themed Christmas tree. I have a friend that I work with. She does Disney, pure everything Disney. Yeah. Everything, every all of her ornaments is like Mickey Mouse. It was just every. It's just like a massive amount of ornaments. Cool. With all the different characters, she has a train that runs around the bottom that has Mickey, Minnie, all the you know all the characters for uh, Disney. 